Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Charlie and Finisher. Who is on the line? Good morning. This is Mary. That's a good Happy Driver Tuesday, Yvonne. Good morning to you. Good morning, Tarina. The finisher is kindness. I love you so much, beautiful. Happy Triumphant Tuesday to my family. Good morning, kindness. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Love you, too. Thanks for calling in this morning. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Thank you. I have a doctor's appointment this morning for a hip. Uh, they're going to do something with my I, my left hip. So if you guys could please keep me lifted up in prayer. Okay. Got you down. Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good, good morning, morning, Mrs. Okay. Good morning, it's Mary. Good morning, Mary. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. Thank you, same to you. God bless. God bless you. Good morning, this is Glenda. Glenda, good morning to you. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. Thank you, same to you. Thank you. Thanks for calling in this morning. Good morning, it's grateful, Deborah. Deborah Evans, good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Love you, girl. I love you too. God bless you. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Charlie the Finisher. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. Liberated Liberty. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Good morning, Liberty. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. It's good to hear your sound this morning. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else want to say good morning? We declare victory. Do we have any first-time callers or men want to say good morning? Good morning, Sister Misha. I'm not a first-time caller. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. God bless everyone on the call. You have a great day. Hey, hey, and I have a prayer request, please. My auntie was in the drive-by shooting. She's 90 years old, and she's in a coma right now. So just keep the Betty Pickens lifted up. Thank you. Okay. 
Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Therese. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. It's Restored Rochelle. Have a blessed day. We are triumphant, especially on a Tuesday. Love you. Good morning, Shell. Love you, too. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Brandy. Brandy, you say? Yes. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph for Tuesdays. Good to hear your sound this morning. God bless you. Is uh, uh, beloved Barb or and Denise on the line this morning? I'm here. Good morning. Good morning. Who is this? Denise. Denise, Denise Coverton, is she, she's on the line? Well, good morning, Denise. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. I just had a question. Good morning, it's beloved Barb. Beloved Barb, good morning to you. Was your prayer request um, announced yesterday? It was not. I was a little disappointed, but thank you for catching that. Okay, yeah, I got it down now, so I just want to um, check on you. Oh, God bless you. Thank you so much. I was thinking I had to type it in again. I was wondering if I'd done something wrong. No, 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 you didn't. We got you. We got you, Blood Bar. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Good morning. It's Krishanda. Happy Tuesday. Krishanda, good morning to you. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. God bless happy you. Happy Triumphant. Yeah, happy Triumphant Tuesday. Happy Beauty for Ashes. Happy Victorious Tuesday. God bless you. God bless you too. Good morning. It's Miss B. Happy Tuesday. Good morning, Miss B. Happy Triumphant Tuesday to you. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Triumph Tuesday. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Thank you. You have a blessed day. Oh, thank you. Good morning. It's Simone. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Good morning. It's Simone. Simone, good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. So great to hear your sound this morning. Okay, I need everyone, please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Again, please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Truman the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer called and meet Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. Make sure you call in during the month of June, where a monthly theme entitled Self-Control and Discipline. This month, each declare will focus on how yielding to the fruit of the self-control will empower you to live a disciplined, God-ordained life. 
Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. TNT Bible study is tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss the teaching from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It will definitely enrich your spirit. There is there was two uh, prayer requests from the app, and it was submitted on, on um, June the 10th. The first one is from beloved Barb. My youngest brother, Tim, has been moved from the hospital to convalescent care. He is recovering from the from some topics of the um, the back. I'm sorry, my pronunciation. Some type of diabetic infection. He cannot walk or care for himself. Pray for healing in his heart and body and mindset to recover. We pray for complete healing for Tim. The second one was submitted also from Denise Coverton. Hello, Saints. I am currently in a family crisis, so I'm requesting prayer for the Covenant uh, family. My older sister, Latoya Covenant, has been murdered and butchered. We are praying for a financial assistance from Alameda County to help us with burial and uh, memorial. Please pray for us because we are in a tough area of grief and brokenness. Thank you, saints. Please lift up the family for comfort, peace, strength, financial blessings, and favor in the name of Jesus. The spoken prayer request has come from Susie. She has a doctor's appointment on the left hip. Pray for her. The, um, the last one is from Sister Lisa. Uh, her aunt, 90-year-old aunt, is in a coma. Praying for the Perkins family. Lift up in prayer that she will come out in the name of Jesus. Healed. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise, Bernice. Declaration, Rochelle, then we go right to Coast and Comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Bernice. Declaration, Rochelle, then we go right to I need someone to just come on the phone, please meet your line. Thank you so much. The scripture for today is Ephesians 6 4. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until it's sure to come off me. I now pass the call over to the prayer word beneath. Everyone, please have a blessed and safe day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Acts 4 and 31. And when they had prayed, the place they were assembled shook, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God with boldness. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, Yahweh. We give you glory today. We honor you. You made this day, and we are glad. I lift my voice to you on behalf of each person on this line. 
who made a sacrifice to be here in this place of intercession. We come in the name of our resurrected Jesus, whose we are and who we serve, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. It is you, Father in heaven, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. We rise this morning, our legal right established, and we take dominion, authority in your word, and we declare victory. Lord God Almighty, we have gathered here in this solitary place of intercession, and our posture is at your feet, and we welcome you, acknowledging your presence, that where two or three are gathered together, that you are in the midst. What an honor it is to have you here with us. Father, we thank you. Forgive us for crossing any lines that you have set for words spoken that do not bring you honor and glory to the unbeliever and believers in you, for thoughts we have entertained and not casting down vain imaginations, for our actions not pleasing to you. Forgive us, for we know not what we do. Now, Lord, help us to take every thought captive to obey you, Christ Jesus. We declare victory as we enter into your gates. We thank you for all things that are working together for our good. For I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper and not harm, plans to give you hope in a future that we may call upon you and pray to you, and you will listen. For these things, we thank you. We declare victory. Jehovah Rapha, God who heals, you said that we can come and ask you for every need of life. Therefore, we thank you for your touch, your words, your miracles. We rejoice in your healing. Sickness and disease has no power over any of us. But Father, we just thank you, O oh God, that you are taking care to heal and to, to comfort the families, O oh God, because by the stripes of Jesus, Susie and Betty Pickens and Tim and Latoya Covenant and Manuel Villanueva are healed. Families are comforted. Bodies are strong and no weapon that is formed against them shall prosper. Every agent of infirmity must loose its hold over their lives. Jehovah Rapha, thank you for the anointing of God that will flow from from our lives to bring healing. Thank you for the healing anointing that will flow in their lives to bring healing, deliverance, and hope to others in the name of Jesus. Jeremiah 33 and 3 says that if we call unto you, you will answer and show us great things which we do not know. We thank you for the great things. We declare victory for our cities, our states, government, and this nation, O oh God. We know that we are in turmoil. Heavenly Father, I give you thanks, but give you thanks for our government. We pray that all men have an authority over us. We pray for them, O oh God. We pour out your spirit upon them and make your word known to them. Let those complete and blameless before you stand, stand strong on behalf on our behalf and increase them in numbers with hearts that are for you, O oh Almighty God. We know that the election season is coming up, O oh God, and so we bring them to you. We lay them before you. Cut off the wicked. Let the unfaithful be rooted out. Bring to light what is hidden in darkness and expose the secret aims of, in, in their hearts. Let this nation remember from where they have fallen, repenting and returning to doing their first work setting their hearts and their souls to seek you, Lord, humbling themselves, praying and turning 
from their wicked ways. Then hear them, O Lord, and forgive the sins and heal the land, O God. Open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light. Soften the hearts that are hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Deliver them from their destructions. Father, you have been long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Raise up a standard in this nation. Cause the reins of your spirit to flow into this land and revive your work in the midst of us. Raise up intercessions for this nation. Pull down strongholds over this land and let the glory of the Lord be revealed. Spirit of the living God, we pray and we beseech you as we bring families, marriages, and children before you. Here we declare victory. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you watch over your word to perform it. As you promised in Jeremiah um, 1 and 12, you said that you watch to make sure that your word is fulfilled. We thank you that you are the head of the entire family in heaven and on earth. And we thank you because you deeply love families and we lift them up to you. We know that the thoughts about the families are too many to count and no weapon form shall prosper. So we bind and rebuke any plans meant for evil. Father, we pray that all of our families and friends dwell under the shadow of the Most High and that they remain stable and fixed and found doing the things that are righteous in your sight under the shadow of the Almighty whose power no foe can withstand. They will say of you, Lord, the Lord is my refuge and my fortress, my God on whom I lean and rely on whom I confidently trust for. Then you will deliver them from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Then you will cover them with your feathers and under your wings. They shall trust and find refuge. Your truth and faithfulness are a shield and a buckler. Father in heaven, you are their confidence, firm and strong. You keep their feet from stumbling, being caught in a trap or hidden danger. For this we thank you in the name of Jesus. We declare victory for our children. We know that we can do all things through him who strengthens us. Lord, give the children the strength to do what they need to do each day. Give them courage and part bravery as they face the challenges that are before them. Give our parents wisdom to teach them your word. Joshua 1 and 1 and 9 says, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Let their hearts um, be calm and peaceful as they go through their day and in their sleep at night, oh God, give them a sweet sleep. Help us to teach them to not be anxious for about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Philippians 4 and 6, Jehovah Jireh, provide for all that they need. Our children, oh Father, come, you give them to us and they bring everything that they need. Help them to lift that spirit up out of them for stamina, spirit, and finances for those that are working, our children that are working for each day, every day. For we know and want them to know that you, God in heaven, will supply every need according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Give them direction and lead them as they begin to make more and more decisions as they get older. 
trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. Keep them from this increasingly unsafe world. Protect them from harm and wickedness. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom we trust, fill them with the kind of joy that can only come from you. You make known the path of their life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Cause them to show compassion on those in need and who have less than they do. Be, let them be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave us. Give them a sense of justice to stand up for what they what is right and to defend the weak. Learn to do good, seek justice, correct oppression, bring justice to the fatherless. Plead the widow's case, Isaiah 1 and 17. And as they grow in wisdom and understanding, Father, we thank you that they'll be more than smart. Embrace what is good and right. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to them. Give them the hope that comes from above, the kind that far exceeds what we have here and now. May the God of hope fill every child of ours and every child, oh, Father God, who knows and does not know you yet. Help them to believe so that the power of the Holy Spirit may abound in hope. Father, we declare purpose. We declare victory. Lord, this is where we come to offer praise corporately. We come before the throne and we seek you. We seek your wisdom. We thank you that you are in your grace, that we are in your grace. We bow as we enter into your place of intersection and that now we are at your feet. But God Almighty, how do we praise you? Teach us how to praise you, God Almighty. We Thank you, Ancient of Days, for renewing our hearts. As we take our phones off of mute, we come to you, O oh Father God, lifting you up, knowing that all things, O Thank you. 
I thank you, O oh God, for your word, O oh God. Lord, that it hit me first, O oh God, with pure understanding, and I receive your word, O oh God. Lord, I yield to you, to your word, to your Holy Spirit, to lead and guide me in all truth and all righteousness, O oh God. Lord, that I may be able to deliver um, what you have poured out to me, O oh God. Lord, that it lands on the heart of your people, that they be receptive to it, O oh God. Lord, that they will be able to um, receive the nourishment, O oh God, and um, apply it, O oh God, to their lives, O oh God, and search it out, most of all, O oh God, so they will get a clear understanding for themselves. So, Lord, I bless your holy name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen. So, we are studying self control and discipline. So I looked it up, um, self-control, and you'll probably hear it a couple times um, this month, but you can never um, not get enough understanding because sometimes when we hear things um, we at different times, it, it jogs something different in us. So um, the Oxford says, self-control, the ability to control oneself in particular, one's emotions and desires or the expression of them in one's behavior, especially in difficult situations. Some words are associated with self-control are possession, willpower, discipline, restraint, exposure, composure, I'm sorry, composure, and temperance. Um, as I was reading this definition, um, one example that I thought of was my youngest grandbaby. And when she wants something or she can't have something or she reached for something and she can't get it, um, she begins to fall out. I mean, just lose all physical control, falling back on the couch or on the floor if you don't catch her, and wail like somebody snatched her whole everything. That's how we act as adults. Sometimes, not no, most times, not sometimes, but most times throwing a whole fit because God said no or wait, being controlled by self. Let's take a look at the prodigal son. And we know the story, but let's read it for our hearing and listening and receiving. Um, Luke 15, starting at verse 11. And he said, there was a man who had two sons. And the younger son of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. He got away. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country. And he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out. So he sold himself into slavery. Um, one of the citizens of that country who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate. And no one gave him anything. He was controlled by self. He said he got to go. He's going to go do what he's going to do. 17. But when he came to himself, that part right there. He said, how many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here 
with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. And I'm going to jump to 24. For this, my son was dead. This is his father's talking when he came back. And he and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. The son had a season of temporary insanity. He lost himself because he allowed self to control whether than yielding to wisdom or the custom that had been in place to control self. Self-control and discipline builds a foundation of structure. Let's go to James 19, um, 19 through 21. It's a familiar scripture. Um, the King James Version says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. 20 says, For the wrath of man worketh not the righteous of God. Still talking about self-control. Let's read the Amplified, and then I'll kind of expound a little bit on it. Understand this, my beloved brothers and sisters. Let everyone be quick to hear. Be careful, thoughtful listener. Slow to speak, a speaker of carefully chosen words, and slow to anger, patient, reflective, and forgiving. For the resentful, deep-seated anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God, that standard of behavior which he requires from us. So get rid of all uncleanness and all that remains of wickedness. With a humble spirit, receive the word of God, which is implanted, actually rooted in your heart, which is able to save your souls. 22 and 23 says, but prove yourself doers of the word, actively and continually obeying God's precepts, and not merely listeners who hears the word but fail to internalize its meaning, deluding yourselves by unsound reasoning contrary to the truth. For if anyone only listens to the word without obeying it, he is like a man who looks very carefully in his natural face, at his natural face in the mirror. For once he has looked at himself and gone away, he immediately forget, forgets what he looked like. But he looks carefully into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and faithfully abides by it, not having become a careless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys. He will be blessed and favored by God in what he does in his life of obedience. So we look and when we look at James 1, 19 through 23, hearing is the process of is the process function or power of perceiving sounds. Listening is paying attention to a message in either in order to hear it, understand it, and physically or verbally respond to it. This part right here is where miscommunication happens. The application description says, when we are not listening attentively and and talking too much, the next part, slow to speak, we communicate to others that we think that our thoughts and ideas are much more important than theirs. Listening describes an intentional activity. Sometimes it is good to listen and not speak sometimes. 
sometimes conversations don't warrant a discussion until putting it on ice, until you can understand. I'm not saying don't say anything in the conversation, but if there's something that you don't understand or you may have misheard, ask questions. But sometimes conversations can lead to um, a rebuttal without even listening and processing what the other person said. Once you have time to process what was said, then you can respond accurately and have a sensible discussion. Hmm. Um, the person you're having a conversation with, not the conversations that's going on in your head. My mother used to say it like this. It's okay to talk to yourself, but don't ask a question and answer it too. Seek advice from sound doctrine and the elders, close friends, when making decisions. You, her, and she is still only one, one opinion. James wisely advises us to reverse this process. Put a mental stopwatch on your conversations and keep track of how much you talk and how much you listen. When people talk to you, do you feel their viewpoints and ideas have value? Of course you should. I didn't say of course you do, only because you, should, you shouldn't ask if you're not really concerned or asking or taking heed of the wisdom or opinion that the person that you're asking the question to. You must value their opinion if you took the time to consider their opinion. Slow to wrath, for the wrath of, of man worketh not the righteousness of God. This is verse speaks of how we feel when our ego, egos are bruised or our feelings are hurt or you're operating under the spirit of offense. Yeah, we talked about that. It describes here as self, selfish anger. The breakdown says it. Um, like this, offense. You can easily be offended if you're not willing to hear, process, and see um, what the person is saying. Take inventory of the facts of why you're having a conversation. Stop for a minute and consider the other person and why you're having this conversation. So that's self-control. Let's talk a little bit about discipline. Discipline. The fact of training people to obey rules or code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience, controlled, gained by enforcing obedience or order. And this, um, for discipline, the Lord gave me Psalms 1 and 1, or 1 and 2. And I'll read it from the Amplified first. I like to amplify because it breaks down and gives us um, other words to consider to help us to um, understand. It says, blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, following their advice and example, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers. That's ridiculers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his, and on his law, his precepts and teachings, he habitably meditates day and night. The message, I like this one, it says, how well God must like you 
you don't walk in the roots the roots of those blind as bats. You don't stand with the good for nothing. You don't take your seat among the know-it-alls. <laughs> I think we know a couple of those. Description. Um, let me read. Um, let's do the breakdown. One, one who obeys God and refuses to listen to those who discredit or ridicule him. Our friends and associates can have a profound influence on us. That's why they're, that's why they're our friends often in very subtle ways. If we insist on friendships with those who scoff at what God considers important, we sin by becoming indifferent to God's will. Now, we're talking about, um, we're not talking about Job's friends. We're talking about friends that we consider friends, not friends that talk talk against God's will. This attitude is the same as scoffing. Scoffing is contemptuously, contemptuously ridiculing and mockery. The influence of true friends should draw you closer to God, not hinder your relationship with him. He judges them on the basis of their faith in him and their response to his revealed will. Those who diligently try to obey God's will are blessed. They are like healthy, fruit-bearing trees with strong roots. God's wisdom guides our lives. Only two paths of life lie before us, God's way of obedience or the way of rebellion and destruction. Be sure to choose God's path because the path you choose determines how you will spend your eternity. The other one says, you can learn how to follow God by meditating on his word. Meditating means spending time reading and thinking about what you have read. It means asking yourself how you should change your living as God wants. Knowing and meditating on God's word are the first steps toward applying it to your everyday life. If you want to follow God more closely, you must know what he says. And the only way you can know that is spending time with God, sitting down, reading his word, understanding it, praying, allowing the Holy Spirit to be able to reveal his word to you. He didn't hide anything. That's why he gave us the word so that we can reference. Excuse me. The more we delight in God's presence, the more fruitful we are. On the other hand, the more we allow the dark influence of those who ridicule God to overshadow us, the more we separate ourselves from his source of nourishment. If we're not disciplined in the things of God, then we tend to be rebellious. We tend to be like the prodigal son and want to um, just go out and do our own thing. But we know that when we do things on our own and we're not guided, um, then we fall. It's, it's rebellion, but we fall into falling out of God's will. So there's no protection for us when we're not doing what we um, said in Romans 10, 9 and 10, when we um, presented ourselves and came to him and said, we want to live this life of salvation and, you know, turning our lives and surrendering unto him. Um, Hebrews 12 and 6 says this. Let me go to it. For the Lord, for King James says, for whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and 
of Scrooge's every son whom he received. He the amplified breaks it down again. For the Lord disciplines and corrects those whom he loves, and he punishes every son whom he receives and welcomes to his heart. You must submit to correction for the purpose of discipline. God is dealing with you as with sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? Now, if you are exempt from correction and without discipline, in which all of God's children share, then you are illegitimate children and not sons at all. Moreover, we have heard earthly fathers who disciplined us, and we submitted and respected them for training us. Shall we not much more willingly submit to the Father of spirits and live by learning from his discipline? For our earthly fathers disciplined us for only a short time as seemed best to them. But he disciplines us for our good so that we may share his holiness. For the time being, no discipline brings joy, but seems sad and painful. Yet to those who have been trained by it, afterward it yields the peace, peaceful fruit of the righteousness, right standing with God, a lifestyle and attitude that seeks uh, conformity to God's will and purpose. We think of discipline as a bad thing, or should I say it? sometimes triggers or things associated with memories, you know, stuff like, um, go get me a switch, um, go get the belt, um, you know, that backhand, and sometimes that front hand, if you move too fast, and, you know, it's that, that jolting power that your mom had. Um, and that discipline, um, when we think of discipline, it sometimes put us in a space where um, we don't want to be disciplined because we think it's a bad thing. I'm grown now. You, nobody gets to discipline us, but we never get too grown for God to discipline us. The scripture just told us that he disciplines us because we're sons of his, because he loves us so. So he doesn't do anything to hurt us. John 3.16 tells us for God so, so loved the world. He didn't just love us. He so loved us that he gave his only begotten son. So do you think a father that would give his begotten son would do anything to harm you? No, I don't think so. I don't think so, and I hope you don't either. But God, his discipline shows up because his love is so, it's just so powerful. It's healthy, prosperous. It keeps us well. It keeps us peaceful. Um, and we sing this song at, at our church at Deliverance Tabernacle, and it's, and I know you guys heard it before, and it's, that's love. What he did on Calvary, the whole process is because of Jesus' love. So the discipline comes with that. He he did everything to show us that there is nothing that he didn't do, that he didn't experience that we are not going to experience. So he did everything before us. He went before us, showed us how to do it. He was our perfect example. So why not be disciplined by the Father as Jesus was? So that's my share. I know it's short, but hey, self-control and discipline don't cost for a whole lot. But what it does do is help you uh, to stay in God's will and live the way that he would have us, to follow his precepts, his statutes, his commandments, so that we can live well and have a prosperous life.
Amen. Um, so this is the time when, um, if you didn't get a chance to say good morning, um, we'll yield to uh, the new callers and then the men, and then the ladies can go in and rejoice. Are there any new callers that joined in today? Any new callers that maybe haven't said anything before? Yes, uh, uh, Brother Jerome here. Oh, good morning, Brother Jerome. Happy Tuesday. Thank you for joining us. Um, is this your first time calling in? Um, I've called in before, my first time speaking up. Oh, well, to God be the glory. Who invited you to the call? Uh, this is Andrea. Oh, okay. Yes, Andrea. Thank you. Well, thank you for um, coming and joining us and, and listening to the word. I hope it said something that spoke something to you. Yeah, so it's definitely something to uh, to chew on, I should say, yes. <laughs> to God be the glory. Is yeah. there anyone else? Well, um, that covered the men. If there's no other men, um, ladies, let's go for it. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. It's wonderful, Wanda. Thank you for your declaration. Good morning, wonderful. I'm praying for you. Thank you. Good morning, Good morning, Gigi. Good morning, Gigi. Good morning, it's Krishanda. Great share. God bless you. Good morning, Songbird. To God be the glory. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. <laughs> Good morning, Juanita. Good morning. This is Patience. Thank you Good for the declarations. Good morning, Good morning Mrs. Georgia. Good morning, Georgia. Good morning, it's Jubilant. Awesome decoration this morning. Thank you, Jubilant. To God to be the glory. Good morning. Good morning, Michelle. It's persistent. Thank you for your share. Good morning, persistent. Good morning. It's Brianna the Backer. Thank you for your great declaration. Good morning, Brianna. To God be the glory. Thank you. Good morning, Michelle. It's Miss B. Awesome word this morning. Thank you, Miss B. Good morning, Michelle. It's Simone. Awesome share. I love the way God gives you the word and then the way you present it. Excellent share. Thank you, sweet Simone. Anyone else? I just want to say good morning. That was amazing. Oh, good morning, Christina Joy. Joy, thank you. I absolutely love you. Good morning. This is Dion Didi. Enjoyed the share. I enjoyed yesterday's too. I didn't get a chance to say anything, so I hope she's on the line. So two days in a row. You guys have been awesome. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you. This is B. Yes. 
anyone else have um, any commentary, dialogue, anything that they want to share, anything that stood out that you want to share um, that will help us uh, be uh, not controlled by self, to have self-control, to be disciplined, and know that, um, you know, when we come up through trials and tribulations and God shows us things that we're not feeling like that, you know, we're not loved. Hey, it's Krishanda. <laughs> I um, appreciate and the reminder um, to be slow to speak um, when you said your mom used to say, I think it was your mom or your grandma, don't ask a question and answer it too. That we have to be patient and listen um, to what the other person is saying for the answer. Um, so that, I, I appreciate that, that reminder. Um, yeah, God bless you. Thank you. Yeah, she's like, don't ask a question and answer it. And and you, her, and them, and all of them in there, your head. That's that's not that's not the opinion. So you know, just ask a question. It's okay to talk to Jesus. I now now I know it's okay to talk to Jesus out loud because you know a lot of us when we see people talking to themselves, how we know that they're not talking to Jesus? We just gonna assume that they got some issues. They probably do because we all got issues. But it's it's okay. It's okay. Because if, if they're not talking to Jesus, we're going to talk to Jesus for them. Amen? <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> Anyone else? Hi, good morning. Um, this is Patience. And, um, yes, I, I was thinking about this. Um, I'm, I'm around a lot of people. Um, recently, I, I it just recently I just got my, I'm hopefully, and I know hopefully, I know my, my car is coming. But within the meantime, I see a lot of people, and 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 so anyhow, there's a place where I go, um, where I get my barbecue and just delicious. And anyhow, um, there's a lot of people there. There's a couple of folks that I know. I know the owner. Uh, the owner has his way of filling things out. Um, the owner's friends have their way of filling things out. And this one man comes in there. And he came in there last night because I was I was I was reading my Bible and I was I mean not there at at at, at the uh, barbecue place, but anyhow I was reading the Bible at the house and studying it and such and I was reading and then I was looking into uh, e Egypt and and the Ethiopians and and all the these different type of uh, uh, signs that they have you know and such. This man walks up in there. And he's a he's a good man by heart. But it's what he wears. And when you came into Psalms, you went Psalms one through one, you know, blessed is the man that, that you know. And and so anyhow, when he comes in with though with, with all these rings of skeletons on his, his fingers, rings and, and, and then he got a, a, a tattoo on him, you know, and then he wears these clothes and and, and, and it's so ironic about the man is that he was used to be a baseball player mm. and he doesn't have a bat. He's, I mean, when I go into him, because I have the Holy Spirit, his spirit is not bad. I mean, it's not within that era. However, with him with these signs on of skeletons and, and such and dead people and such, I mean, my, my thoughts of that is should I um 
And I ask the Holy Spirit. I'm going to have to ask the Holy Spirit more so than anything else. But the discipline behind that, what, should I lead that person along, get them out of my life, you know, or still stand forward with him and just pray over him, which I do. Yeah, and that's what you can do. Ask Holy Spirit to lead you in the what to say. Some people are not receptive, but the Holy Spirit will give you the unction to what to say, when to say it, and how to say it. A lot of times yeah. um, when we talk to people and even having conversations, we have to check our tone and our delivery. Sometimes mm-hmm. our tone can be offensive. Sometimes mm-hmm. the way that we say stuff, um, if we're not led by the Holy Spirit, we, we'll try to go out there um, and be controlled by self and try to tell somebody something rather than allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you to talk to that person. We don't know what a person is going through. A person might need that word, but sometimes um, if you don't want to ridicule how the person looks, God has given us all freedom to be who we are, the liberty. So I don't personally care for skulls because it represents death, but there may be something that he associates it with. But what you can do is you can start by telling him that Jesus loves him. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't take the Holy Spirit to tell you that somebody that to tell somebody that Jesus loved them, because that's a fact. Yes, that's so true. Thank you for that. Mm, You're welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Um, it's it's so funny because every time the Lord gives me something, and He'll always demonstrate it to me. And right before I have to talk about it, and yesterday I was in the store, and there was a little guy. He, I think he was 11. I think he said his name, his his age was 11. He was telling me his name, but he had a speech impairment. And then you could tell that maybe he had some, maybe some, maybe diagnosed issues. I'm going to say that. But instead of me just smiling and say, oh, okay, hey, hi, and minding my business, I took the time to listen and make eye t- contact with him. Um it actually does something for a person when you take the time to uh, be interactive with them, whether you know them or not. I'm not saying be all in their face. I'm not saying any of that. But what I'm saying is to be polite and graceful enough to give them your undivided attention. And even if you don't understand everything that they're saying or doing, just make sure that you're showing yourself the love of God, that you're being attentive to them because they might not get it anywhere else. Amen. Hey, Shell. Hey, dude. Excellent, excellent share, sis. Always good to hear you. You know where I'm at, at my good old purpose. And, um, <laughs> oh, this has been a good month. Self-control, discipline, tantrums. I laugh because we do have the biggest tantrums when God says no or not now or wait or we don't think we get an answer, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to <laughs> listen at our grandbabies now that we are grandmothers to see them fall out. And, yes, I will let them all hit their head and they'll see mm-hmm. that it hurts and get back up and stop acting a monkey. Um, mm-hmm. But when you were talking, and I think, I don't remember who said it, you did say about being slow to speak. To me, that takes so much self-control and discipline because most people, I'm just especially saints, 
have a way of thinking. They have to have a say, or they got to get somebody told, or they got the word of God says. And just like the sister just shared about the brother at the barbecue place, it's our own personal convictions. I don't care for scale skulls, but that's not my thing. People probably get sick of me and my butterflies. So what? Just let people be who they are and love them. Because like you said, we don't know what anybody is going through. And right now, it's such a a despair in the air and atmosphere. There's so many people fighting mentally to just to just get up and keep it moving. So if we really tap into that and we're, and just just love on people and know that we too and like you talked about offended. I mean, you shared so much this morning. And I was like, well, that's a good old uh, study this morning. We need to slow down and mm-hmm. be careful what we say. Be slow to speak and quick to listen. And we've got to really listen to hear God. So I, I appreciate everything you said. You shared. I got so much out of your share this morning. I want to tell you I love you and thank God for you. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. I'm going back on mute. Thank you, twin. I love you more. Um, Good morning, Michelle. Um, thank you for your share. This is Miss D. And I agree with Dee Dee. We have to seriously learn to love people to Christ. Can't beat people over the head with the words. Yes, you share the words, but we have to love the people. Like you said, you don't know what is going on in someone's life. And all of us are going through something. And sometimes people just need that attention. They need somebody to listen to them and just love on them. Your share was wonderful. Thank you. Eye contact will go a long way, even if you feel like somebody isn't receptive. I I have learned that. I was walking with my head down one day, and the guy stopped me. He was like, why you got your head down? And then when you looked up, you got this old mean look. Smile. You are so beautiful. So for a stranger just to say that, and it lightened my day, if we all could do something like that and really mean it, don't just say it. Say it and mean it. Mean it with the love of Christ we would be able to change a lot of stuff that go on um, in the world. Not saying that we're going to save the world, but you might change somebody's life that day. They might be able to make a different decision in the how to, you know, go forth in a thing. There was a gentleman that was getting ready to speak. Uh, yes. Uh, um Yes, what I wanted to say is uh, uh, at at times I I feel that as the prodigal son, um, I remember first being saved and on fire and nothing, no one uh, could uh, say to me without interjecting the name of Christ and and how he blessed me and how I, he can bless all. Uh, of course, I stumbled and, and drifted away. And um, I'm trying to uh, reconnect. I try to meditate on my word. Uh, right now, I, I'm connecting with you on this prayer line. Uh, and and it was a good word to share, but it seems when I try to meditate on the word and 
try to reconnect uh, my relationship with Christ. Um, it just, I, I still feel this disconnect. It's like my, my prayers aren't, uh, uh, aren't being received. Uh, um, I, I, my comprehension of the word is not, is not, uh, I'm not feeding of them, not digesting it mm-hmm. uh, spiritually the way I should. And I, I just feel at times, uh, um, as a prodigal son, um, and I must uh, admit, I'm an older man now, and uh, uh, I haven't been a good steward of my life or my finances and things. And uh, uh, I'm just looking for the Lord to to. Uh, he never left. He never left. He's he's always no. standing there with his hands stretched out. And I think yeah. you're making a, a great, great move by taking the time to get on and get nourishment early in the morning to um, do not forsake yourself to assembly, to hear the word. Um, I know a lot of times it is hard. We fall asleep. We act, we act like we don't have time to read the word. And I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying sometimes we act like we're so busy. But the things that I do, because I know I run around and I do a lot of stuff, I'll put the word on my phone. I'll listen to it to audio. Um, and believe it or not, your spirit receives it. I would I would um, encourage you to start putting the Bible on and just listening to it. Again, we talked about listening and hearing. Listening is an active thing and not just to hear. Hearing is just, you know, you hear something, it, it kind of catches your attention. But listening is is intentional about receiving what is out there. Keep coming, keep coming, keep yeah, receiving, you. keep praying. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. He loves you. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but don't stay there. Anyone else? Yes, good morning. This is Liberty. Great declaration and um yeah, and um with um um Lord help me Jesus I forgot my train of thought. I was holding it until you finished, but uh yeah, that's just what's been having self control and discipline. That's just, you know, for me that makes me have to be more intentional about what I do and say before I speak and, um, you know, to be intentional and to, um, and to be conscious of, uh, you know, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm thinking and what I'm going to say to someone, you know, um, being slow to speak and to listen and things of that nature. So, um, yeah, I'm just being that this is making me be more intentional and more conscious. Um, thank you. Good morning. You're welcome. The scriptures told us when when we slow to speak and quick to listen, it cuts down a lot of the harassed and the anger. We're not so easily angered because of the stuff that we 
thought we heard or we didn't take the time to listen and digest it. Hey, Rochelle. It's persistent. Hey, persistent. You know, um, hey, lately I've been trying to, um, as much as I can, and getting the practice of putting on the mind of Christ. So when I find myself being deliberate and um, being still and wanting to stay in peace because there's so much going on around me, um, that helps me to have self-control because then I have to posture my mind. I have to say, okay, how would Jesus look at this? How would God look at this? Um, you know, I don't have an answer. I'm just going to be quiet until something comes up. And it keeps me at peace. I don't have to work as hard. I don't feel like I have to participate in something when it's not my place to participate. He gives me nothing to say. And there's, you know, I'm doing what I need to do. But that's just some nuggets that I've been carrying around lately um, because of there's so much going on. And then he reminded me that we're going to be responsible for every idle thing that we say. And that really kind of scares me a little bit, you know, because I know I got a bunch of stuff in the past. So so I'm trying to do something about it right now because I want to be intentional to go where I want to go and do what I want to do. And I can't do that when I when my words are so powerful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they lead and direct my path. I can't do that. So anyway, just something I've been doing, and maybe that's helpful. But I just am I'm fearful of them idle words that I know I got a whole bunch of. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, God bless you guys for the declarations. This has been good stuff, just as usual. <laughs> I think one of the lessons that um, I know is you don't you don't have to you don't have to say something all the time. Wisdom is being quiet sometimes, and and just you know looking and receiving and understanding um, just because you um, somebody's having a conversation and you want to jump in and say something um, sometimes it's just wisdom is just being quiet and receiving because sometimes that in that conversation you'll grasp something that needs to be said be like oh I heard that before oh that that was good what I heard I, let me share something with you what I heard instead of you know always interjecting and putting an opinion out there. It, it talked, the, the declaration talked about um, how we have our opinions, but we're asking people certain things as, you know, trying to get different opinions. But if we take the time to ask and consider that person, take the time to consider along with what you're thinking about to come to a sound doctrine. But by all means, the top number one is always pray and allow the Holy Spirit to reveal and um, help you in direction. It's, it's Krishanda. Oh, right. Go ahead, Krishanda. Um, you know, one of the things I just heard um, when you were just saying what you said was um, sometimes, you know, how you want to give a response to something you might see thinking you're helping to correct Um, and how you were saying, you know, sometimes it's better just not to say anything. And when you don't say anything or just, uh, just say, okay. And you, you allow um, um, room for 
the person to not fight with you about what how you might have come across in the wrong way, maybe speaking the truth, but maybe coming across the wrong way. When you don't say anything, you leave the person with their own thoughts. You leave the person with the Holy Spirit to work through that. Um, it's just another point of view. God bless you. Going back on me. God bless you. Um, we have to be careful what we come into agreement with. And also, if it, if it's something that we don't agree with, we can absolutely be like, okay, well, I beg to differ. Um, you know, uh, that your opinion is your opinion, but it doesn't cause for wrath. You know, you have your opinion, they have their opinion, and if it's not coming together in alignment, then that's the time for somebody to be slow to speak. <laughs> hey, good morning. Um, I want to be slow to speak because, you know, mornings are like, Um, I I did hear most of the the declaration. Your voice is just so calming and just so, like, um, inviting. Um, And it's right along with what I wanted to say. The advice about seeing the skulls and seeing the stuff is, like, okay, we got to get past what we see. And and I think that's what God is really wanting us to do is exercise our own stuff and get rid of our own issues so that we can see people the way that he sees people, right? And it doesn't matter what we see on the external. He looks on the heart. And we're often taught, we've heard it from the beginning, about our hearts being changed and the condition of our hearts and perfecting love and walking in love. And when we're doing all that, it doesn't matter what a person puts on. That might be the only jewelry they have. They might even not even like clothes no more. Who knows? But having a conversation, you know, just getting to know them like you were saying, hey, what's those about, you know? And not coming from a place of judgment, and that has everything to do with love. And I think that's the problem with believers. We know the truth. The truth will make them free, and we want them to get it. And unfortunately, it comes across as we got to get it to them, right? And it does come across as correction, and we do speak the truth in love, but love really does not correct without knowing, right? So people don't really care about how much you know until they know how much you care. I want to speak to the man that just spoke, and I think it's a great opportunity for us, Cheryl, if you give me a minute, how he brought up the prodigal son, right, and how the prodigal came to himself. He recognized that um, he was out there wilding out, and finally he came to himself. But the truth is God brought him to the end of himself. And he came back to his father, no different man than what you are doing. And you crying out to God and saying that you're old, that's what the enemy would tell you. It doesn't matter. You're still breathing, so you have an opportunity to come back home. The prodigal said, listen, I sinned against you, God, and you alone. And so it doesn't matter all the stuff you've done. He is waiting, like Rochelle said, with his arms stretched out for you to come home. And anybody else on this call that feels like you've blown it and messed up so bad, that you can't come back. That's what repentance is. It's going back home saying, I blew it, and he is waiting to throw you a feast with a fatted calf and a ring and some shoes to welcome you back into the fold. And it's really him drawing you back in. It's him pursuing you because he misses you. 
So just get back to him. And because there's a block there, it's only because we've allowed it to be there. Like Michelle said, he is not moved. He is not left. He said, and I heard it in your voice. He said, a broken and a contrite spirit, he would in no wise cast out. He has you in a place right now of brokenness and feeling like you need him. Guess what? Because you need him. And this is the desperation that we need to feel like a deer that pants after the water so that our souls long after him, so that we know what it's like to be in a dry, drought, thirsty land so that we don't go back there again. You are in a perfect place to get back into right relationship with Father. So all he's asking you to do is come back home. Draw nigh unto him, he will draw nigh unto you. And do not believe the lies. It's not based on the feelings. Those will come back. Just believe the faith, the truth of his word and what he said. I just want to encourage you, man of God. You better say that. Come on, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, sister. Thank you. I appreciate that. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's how living water flows. Thank you, sister. Thank you. That was awesome. That's amazing. Anyone else? Just Lisa just put a pen in it right there. I do want to encourage us. Um, when we go through situations and we go through things that we Um, Sometimes self-inflict on ourselves, sometimes because we've made bad decisions or we've stepped out of God's will. Remember that he chastens or chastens, however you want to describe it, but that he disciplines those whom he loves, who he calls sons. So just like Lisa said, all you have to do is repent, confess, turn back to him, know that he is there, he is just. He's not going anywhere. He's going to be right there waiting for you to come back. He's going to meet you where you're at, whatever situation it is, he's going to be there for you. You have to trust him, you have to believe, and you have to know that his love covers a multitude of sin. So um, I, I, I encourage you, if you haven't, Heard. Um, I think her name is Belinda. I'll post it in the victory room, but she sings that's love. But the way we sing it at Tabernacle, and it goes from that's love, and um, the blood came streaming down. And then this one chorus that takes me out every time. It says, oh, how he loves me. If you make it personal and you don't discredit the past and how he showed up back then, how he shows up now. He's not shorter than his word. Oh, how he loves me. That's love. <clears throat> Is there anyone else that wants to comment before we go about our day and spread the love of Christ? If not, so Lord, we thank you. Good morning. Good morning, Juju. <laughs> I couldn't let you out the song. This was so powerful and um, kind of like um, stuck on that part with Cassandra, what she was saying as far as, you know, 
I'm, I'm, that's my model. That's that scripture that says, James, but it says to be slow to, to speak, quick mm-hmm. to hear, and slow to wrath. Now, I'm, I, you know, I'm been working on the slow to speak and the slow to wrath, but the the part that really got to me is when you talk about like really, even when because I'm thinking about this when I'm talking to other people, but not when I'm talking to God. I'm just going on and on and on and on. And on. And I'm not stopping to, like, listen. So that's what really, you know, resonated with me to stop to listen, you know, because mm-hmm. I can talk and then, we, you know, talk so much and, and think he's talking to me, but it's, you know, I'm talking to myself. You know, I'm not really waiting to get an answer. I'm not being still. So I mean, that's my big takeaway is learning how to be still, you know, learning how to, to wait. Um Learning not just to, like you see here, but to listen, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so please pray for me on that. That's what I'm working on, that listening component. Because, you know, I believe the Lord is speaking to me, but like you said, if you just your mouth constantly running, how can you hear him? <laughs> so that's my takeaway. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how you can listen intensively and be talking at the same time because I'm going to miss something. I'm for sure going to miss something or, or miss the concept of something and, and um, change uh, something that, that wasn't said. Um, and just be encouraged that uh, Romans 8, the whole chapter of Romans 8 will give you a, a foot where you can uh, read the word, stand, and allow the spirit of God to speak to you. How nothing separates you from his love. If there's no one else, we'll go ahead and pray. Good morning. Good morning. This is Mary. I, I just I just appreciate your um, de- declaration this morning, but I did want to also encourage that brother too. Um, I just think it's a great thing for him to be where he is right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the other thing would be worse, not being able to come forth and to try to go back to turn around and do that 180 and come mm-hmm. back to where he needs to be. So I just want to encourage you, brother, to just keep going because God is impressed with you coming to him right now. And so I thank you and thank you for your declaration. It's just been great. And that's what I want to do. It's just to encourage him to keep moving and stay on the trail because the enemy don't try to tell you he's not listening to you because he's too old or this or that and the other, but he's not. Right. He just, he, he's sad because you are where you are because you're turning away from him. So just stay encouraged and be encouraged. And God got you. God bless you. Hi, yeah. Hi, yeah. <laughs> Good morning. Um, <laughs> uh, um, to the brother, what, do we, what's the brother's name? Uh, brother, brother oh, go ahead. My name is Brother Jerome. Brother Jerome, nice to meet you, sir. I'm I'm Brother Jonathan. Um, Romans eight start out with. There is now no condemnation. That's the start of the chapter. That's the kickoff. Um, 
And it is it is as simple as, Lord, I'm here. I did. Forgive me. Now where do I go? Help. Sometimes that's all we can say. So I encourage you. Um, I want you to know that somebody's praying for you. Um, you're not by yourself. You said help, and you have people backing you up. Be encouraged. Know that in your journey to move forward, God is your strength, and you are his victory, which means he know you got this. It's not going to feel like it, but that's the place, and, and Romans 8 is one of my favorites. Um, because, and even on Sunday, the Lord began to deal with what can we do with these things? What, what, what do we say to these things? If God be for us, he's more than the world against us. Um, so you be encouraged. Uh, and if it's okay, um, before we get off the line, I would like to pray for you, if that's okay. I appreciate it. Really do. Um, God, not just as creator, but as our father, I bring my brother, your son, to you. You know him. You know who he is. You know where he is. And because you are father, you are equipping his life. Because you are father and he is your DNA, you are breathing the breath of life in him. God, we thank you that you are committed to him and he's committed to you. I thank you, God, that he is understanding your relationship and your love for him. God, I ask you now that you would show him the depths of your love. Rock him in the cradle of your arms. God, allow him to hear the beat of your heart concerning his life. As a parent would to a child, synchronize the heartbeat now. In the name of Jesus, God, Wrap yourself in him. We declare Psalms 91. God, we declare Psalms 18. We declare your word will be the light that is needed. We expose every illegal enemy. We come against it now. We break every illegal contract. And God, we speak that covenant with heaven would begin to show up. Even today, restore joy, restore peace, restore all the way around. Build up, oh God. Father, we pray for the healing that is needed. Emotional, spiritual, and mental healing. God, do it now. And let him know that you're God. I pray for tangible moments from this moment forward to allow him to know that he is not just a person, but he is your son. And that you are calling him. And God, that you're not just calling him, but you're reaching for him. And you're hugging him. 
and you're loving him with every breath he takes. And God, I thank you for a complete turnaround. I thank you for being his joy giver and his mind regulator. God, we give you glory. Yes, Lord. We give you glory for life, liberty. Thank you for emancipating him. God, and we'll bless you. Now, God, surround him with testimony, allowing him to know that he can make it and that he can come through with your blood, your power, your strength, and his siblings in the blood. And, God, I give you praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. But, Jerome, you, be, you keep your head up, sir. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Welcome back home, Jerome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Right, Thank right. You. <laughs> God bless you all. God bless you. So, family, as we go from this place, but never departing from our Savior's presence, go and have a great day. May the love of the Lord be with you. Remember to encourage someone to help them be triumphant on today. Even if you have to say something to somebody that's going to help you in an area where you don't feel so triumphant today, you never know. It's like a boomerang. The word of God, his love is like a boomerang. It comes right back at you. That's that sowing and reaping. It's not It's not always monetary, so get your mind off that. So sow good things so you can reap good things. Um, so go and have a great day. I love you all. Thank you. Thank you for coming and, and listening. And have a blessed day in the Lord. Love you more. Thank you. Have a blessed day. I love you more, girlfriend. (laughs) Walk in victory, everyone. God bless. Have a wonderful day. Have a blessed day, everybody. Love you, guys.